For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. What if kittens break the clock inch Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we are bringing you the next chapter of the MC Detective Agency. The first three chapters are available on our feed and tell the story of twins Poppy and Ray, who solve mysteries using chemistry. Now the kids are embarking on a new quest. You won't need your periodic tables for this one, but if you have one handy, it can't hurt to look. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of What If World. So sit back and enjoy. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia Every single week, movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Kids Chemical Solutions presents the MC Detective Agency. File 2, The Case of the Missing Atomic Model. Chapter 4, Don't Try This at Home. Written by Colleen Kelly, Ph.D. Adapted and produced by Eric O'Keefe. Congratulations, you saved the radium girls from those deadly dials. I hope you got some rest. 
because this next adventure is a doozy. Of course, you'll have to remember what you learned from Bobby, Ray, and Thomas Edison so that you can save the world again. This time, you'll be traveling to Belgium in the year 1927 to free the correct model of the atom. Huh? What's an atom? It's the smallest form of an element. Okay, there's a lot more to it. You'll learn all about atoms on this case. Pack your bags, bring your brains, and grab that periodic table for your next adventure with the MC Detective Agency. Poppy and Ray were in their front yard, giving their time-traveling taxi a good car wash. Mm, Ray, said Poppy. I wouldn't really call this washing. Of course not, Poppy, said her brother, Ray. It's a new sport called taxi surfing. I am currently a world champion. Hmm, don't you need some waves for proper surfing? <laughs> Bring it on, little sis. And Poppy turned the hose on her brother. Cowabunga! Oh, ouch. Okay, nobody try that at home. And you getting blasted by a hose while balancing on top of a car could be dangerous. As Ray pulled himself up beside the taxi, he noticed an envelope laying in the back seat. Hey, Poppy, you know mail goes in the mailbox, not the taxi. Huh? Said Poppy, coming over. It's a letter, Ray. Open it. Hmm. It's dated Orange, New Jersey, 1921. Edison. Oh, just read it. Dear Poppy and Ray, I was able to get your address from my good friend MC. I hope you have recovered from your adventures at the U.S. Radium Corporation. The dial painters and factory workers across the country are grateful to you for helping them fight for a safer working environment. I also hope you have washed all the radium off of you. Toxic stuff. Remember... To truly understand what an element is, you need to understand the structure of the atom. Sincerely, Thomas Edison, a.k.a. Uncle Sunday. Huh, funny. He doesn't mention anything about stealing my invention. Oh, get over it, Ray. Let me see that, said Poppy, grabbing the letter. Who is MC? I don't know. Maybe the lady in the black dress? The one on the bike? And look. Thomas mentioned the atom. We have to figure out what an atom is, Ray. Um, why? Back in the house, Granny Eve was enjoying one of her favorite hobbies, blowing glass in her living room. Twice as dangerous as taxi serving, so please don't try it at home. There's nothing better to precisely measure the volume of liquid than a volumetric flask. Almost done, she said turning the superheated glass over and over while she shaped it with a blowtorch. Did I mention not to try this at home? Granny! Ray called from outside. Oh my, the children can't see me like this. Granny Eve quickly poured a bit of water into the cooling flask and tossed a daisy in there for good measure. That should do it. They will never suspect. Um, Grans, what you wearing? Only then did Granny realize she still had on her welder's mask and gloves. I'm um, just perfecting the top of my creme brulee dish. Yeah. 
Granny, we found this letter from Thomas Edison in the taxi. We have so many questions, like, do you know who MC is? MC, isn't he that famous rap singer? You know, the one that sings the song about his mom's spaghetti, I think? <laughs> no. Okay, never mind about MC. What's more important is that we still don't know what an element is because we have to know what an atom is. Adam Smadam, not interested. Where is said creme brulee? But Poppy was already pulling out her periodic table of elements and laying it on the dining room table. You see all these? said Poppy, pointing to the colorful little squares with letters inside. We know their symbols, names, and even addresses, but we don't know how to define an element. We need to know about atoms. Huh. An element isn't an atom? Otherwise, they'd have the same name, right? But an atom is the smallest part of an element, Ray. Very intuitive. <laughs> there was a crackle and buzz from the old-timey radio in their living room. Um, can you both be dears and get me more flowers for my new vase? Oh, yeah, where'd that come from? But we've still got so many questions. Then after the flowers, we'll have lunch. Grant, we are so on it. And as the kids ran out, Granny Eve snuck closer to the radio. Oh, I'm so glad you buzzed, MC. Thomas wrote about you in his letter, and of course the children had questions. And then Poppy started talking about atoms. Atoms, yes, of course. That's next. It's difficult to define an element without knowing about the structure of the atom. Which brings me to the reason I buzzed. <laughs> uh, it's horrible and silly and unnecessary all at once. It involves the structure of the atom and an argument at the conference in Belgium, 1927, that Niels was so stubborn and he would not consider the data. Oh, yes, I remember the stories. Eve opened a drawer below the radio and took out an old photo. Three rows of older people posed for the picture, wearing suits and shades of black and brown, save for one person wearing a black dress. The photo read, Solvay Conference, 1927. Do you realize that you were the only woman at this conference? I was the only woman at all the conferences, Eve. But we are on the verge of losing the civilized world. When we discovered the Bohr model of the atom was wrong, Niels Bohr became incensed. We knew that the quantum mechanical model, though fuzzy, is the best way to understand the structure of the atom. So you're saying Niels Bohr was being an absolute bore? <laughs> yes, Niels has locked away the quantum mechanical model of the atom in a safe because he wants the world to know only his model. This is a calamity. Everything we know of in modern times relies on the quantum mechanical model of the atom. Even the time travel that the children rely upon will be lost. All of Albert's work on relativity gone. You must send the children to free the quantum mechanical model from the safe. Oh, once the children learn that their phones will stop working, they'll run like the speed of light to free the quantum mechanical model. Good, that is good. Remind them to bring their periodic table and tell them that a man named Albert can help. Granny Eve turned off the radio and composed herself before calling for her grandkids. Poppy, Ray, time to come in. And before long, they each showed up with a handful of daisies. Lunch time? asked Ray. 
I'm thinking we start with the creme brulee. Or maybe we stick it in a turkey. Oh, these flowers are lovely. Thank you both. But there's something ghastly I need to tell you. Oh, no. Did something happen to lunch? Oh, it's terrible. Your cell phones and computers won't work anymore. They won't even exist. What? I need my computer to do homework. And I need my phone to post taxi surfing videos. Listen closely. The world depends on computers, cell phones, medical technology, and many other things, which would not exist without the quantum mechanical model of the atom. The what? It holds the key to understanding all sorts of treasures. Oh. Like more pirate treasures? Your task is to rescue the model from a vault guarded by a man named Niels Bohr. You said it's a model of an atom. But Granny Eve, we don't know anything about atoms. Take your periodic table and look for a man named Albert. Tell him Eve and MC... <clears throat> I mean, tell him your granny sent you. Anyway, the taxi will take you there. <clears throat> okay, so Captain Al is a pirate... We'll take our periodic treasure map to find a lost- Beep beep! Just getting the time-traveling taxi already, said the freshly cleaned, but still irascible taxi. Here, I packed you a few sandwiches. No creme brulee? The plot thickens. Come on, Ray, let's go! History needs us, and we need our smartphones. Say no more. And the children got in their time-traveling taxi and took off for the year 1927. Granny Eve, alone again, picked a single daffodil and blew its seeds to glide towards the speeding taxi. Bon chance, mes enfants. The kids arrived in front of a beautiful brownstone hotel that looked old even in 1927. Hanging out front was a banner that read, Welcome to the 5th Solvay Conference on Electrons and Photons. Okie dokie, we're here, have fun, said the taxi, opening its doors. Um, taxi, can you take us home? I don't think this is the safest place for us to save the world. <laughs> clouds, clouds not orbit, clouds not orbit, clouds not orbit. There was a large crowd of protesters across the street. They were chanting and waving signs with such fervor that they didn't even notice the time-traveling taxi appear out of nowhere. Sorry, kids, said the taxi. I couldn't take you home even if you paid me five bucks. My time travel is almost empty. That's right. Granny mentioned something about Albert, relativity, and the quantum model. I think we have to save the model just to get home. I got an idea. Let's surf into the crowd. After all, I am the world champion of taxi surfing. There is no way you're talking me into taxi surfing. And there they were, taxi surfing. As their car slowly nudged and honked its way through the angry crowd. Move it or lose it. Can you remind me why we had to be on top of the car for this? Nope. But remember that whatever I said inside the taxi made perfect sense at the time. And down they went. Have I told you not to try taxi surfing at home or in the middle of a mob? You are green, said an older man dressed in a brown suit and bow tie. He had a bushy mustache and hair that stuck out and wild tufts of white. Yes, I am green, but most people call me Poppy. Now can you help us up? Ah, uh, yes. Where are my manners? I'm Albert. 
Nice hair, dude. And there goes another, um, green person? Oh, hey, Albert. I'm supposed to tell you that Eve and MC sent us. But I don't know who MC is. But Eve is my granny. MC is right over there. She's hard to spot because she's not very tall. Where? Where? But Ray pushed right into her line of sight. Check it out, little sis. Cotton candy as big as my noggin. I picked this one, the RRR, with a whopping 18 candy suspended in this deliciously spun sugar web. It's the pirate model, get it? <laughs> R, R, you know. I see you found the quantum mechanical cotton candy depicting the electron cloud correctly. Try saying that ten times fast. Oh, is that why the mob is chanting clouds, not orbits? Hmm, my <clears throat> colleague, Niels Bohr, has locked away the quantum mechanical model of the atom. While some might love to teach the Bohr model, because it's simpler, it's just not correct. We have worked hard to show that the more accurate model is the quantum mechanical model. That's what Granny Eve said. So if we save your model, the taxi gets quantum juice, we get our computers and cell phones, and I can become an internet-famous taxi surfer. Um, yes. But I wrote it down a little more legibly. One, learn the structure of the atom. Two, use the periodic table to help. Three, rescue the quantum mechanical model and, um, save the world. Yeah, we should probably start with three. Seems kind of important. Al, you think uh, you and your friends could help? A group of four smartly dressed scientists had pushed through the crowd. There was Werner Heisenberg. If only I were more certain. All of this uncertainty is killing me. Erwin Schrodinger. The uncertainty is killing you. What about the cat? Is it alive or dead? Louis de Broglie. But your cat could be a particle, or a wave, or a particle and a wave. Which is it? And finally, with the biggest mustache of them all, Max Planck. If only we had a constant. Uh, okay, they're not helpful at all. Were those more science jokes? Excuse me, said Albert. Did you two travel here from the future? I'm working on a theory of relativity, and your time traveling could really give it a boost. Relativity, of course. You're not just Albert. You're Albert Einstein. This is unbelievable! We should take this moment to point out that Poppy and Ray have created an exciting new timeline with their past time-traveling adventures. And on this new timeline, any scientist might have a voice that sounds wildly different than it does in our reality. Mr. Einstein, could you please help me with my physics homework? Uh, Poppy, this really isn't the time. Remember saving the world? I agree on this matter. You two need to sneak into the hotel, get past Niels Bohr, and crack open the safe to free the quantum mechanical model of the atom. And then? Yes, then I will help you with your physics homework, puppy. Alright, so we're officially in pirate mode. Stealing buried treasure. I'm in. It's just locked up treasure, Ray. And for the 6.02 to the 1023rd time, this is a periodic table, not a pirate map. Where'd you get a number like that, Poppy? Are we telling math jokes now? <laughs> Laughed Albert. If you did not get that delightful quip about the Avogadro constant, then you will need more than a pirate map to complete your to-do list. Like a cutlass? No. 
peg leg? No. Parrot with an eye patch? No. A lesson in physics. And physics relates to pirating how? It's all relative, Ray. Correct, clever child. Now why don't you pull out that map of yours? You mean the periodic table? He called it a map, you all heard it! <sighs> Can Ray and Poppy learn about the quantum mechanical model of the atom and save all of existence? Can you help? We'll find out next time in Chapter 5. This concludes the MC Detective Agency, File 2, The Case of the Missing Atomic Model, Chapter 4, Don't Try This at Home. Dr. Colleen Kelly has created this chemistry comic book series to help elementary school students master concepts often taught at the college level. These comic books are presented by Kids Chemical Solutions and can be found at kidschemicalsolutions.com. There you have it, folks. I hope you all enjoyed the first part of this new chemistry adventure. Folks at home, if you haven't heard, we are losing our biggest sponsor. It would be a huge help if you could tell a friend about us, rate us wherever you listen, and consider subscribing at patreon.com slash whatifworld or on Apple Podcasts. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Dr. Colleen Kelly for making these episodes possible, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you little quantum physicists at home. Until we meet again, keep wondering.